Welcome back. Welcome back. To Pinisio Pony. <laughs> Remember how we I said I like to make the whiteboard when I'm making our notes and I like to put pop pinions in very different ways. So this time I did like I went P in one corner and then O in the other corner and then P in the next corner and the four corners. And then I just went all around. So now it doesn't look like pop pinions. Finesio pony. Yeah. Well, I have to keep you on your toes. You definitely did. And as soon as you wrote that, I knew that's how I'd introduce the show. <laughs> nice. Finesio pony. <laughs> Like I'm having a stroke. It does. Pop opinions. Pop opinions. Okay, so how are you doing? I'm okay, Jack. We are recording very late. Nine past nine oh five Eastern. Okay, that's late for this gal. I already worked all day. I did an Orange Theory class. We took the dog for a walk. I luckily did not have to make dinner tonight. So why? Because Dad just barbecued burgers. Because when I go to my class, I need food immediately when I get home. Immediately. Immediate food, but not immediate shower. No. No, we, are, we already talked about that yeah. on here. Yeah, I like to get crusty. Um, but then today, when I had a shower quicker than I normally did because I was actually getting cool. It's it's cold outside, guys. It's like 23. Oh, it, it actually was pretty nice. <laughs> like there was a breeze and it's like, oh, nice. This 25 is bearable. <laughs> right? I mean, I'm like... I just, I don't like it. I don't know. And the storms, because it's just so, it's just so crazy out there. The storms we've been having are crazy. And just the heat is, it's too much. Like you should, in my office, it literally felt like dead air today. Like it was just so gross because I have nothing. Like I don't have a window to outside. I have two doors, but like to have them open, I would hear kids. Ew. No, I'm just kidding. Loud. (laughs) I don't want to hear kids. So Yeah. And they're Germany and stuff. So I like to stay in my office safe, but wow. So then I had a fan on today, which I don't really know if we're allowed anymore. Like we weren't allowed during COVID, but I don't know if that's still. So I had it on today and it literally is just blowing warm air around. Like it's not cooling me down at all. Anyways, I know people first world problems with the weather, but it's been, it's, it's a little unbearable the last few days. Yeah. It's, it feels like the dead of summer. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, I really hope this isn't our summer we're having. Because, like, the last, we've, I don't know, it's been nice since, like, May or whatever, right? I really hope this isn't our summer. And then July comes and it's, like, rainy and cold. Oh, well, I mean, it could happen. There's nothing we can do about it. Mother Nature. How are you, Jack? What arrived today? Uh, The physical copy of my diploma. Yay, it's so pretty. I've got a nice frame for it. A letter personally written to me. To you. By the president of Seneca. Of course. Just wanted to clarify, just so people didn't think president of the United States. No. 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 President of Seneca. The school I went to. Well, being sarcastic, obviously. Yeah, a very personal letter that definitely doesn't just have, hey, insert name here. Right. We're proud of you. Go out and live a great life. Uh, we know you can do great things. You are the best. You're part of the alumni. Oh, look at you. I'm and an you graduated al- with honors. I I'm am. very proud of you. Thank you. It's a bit of a bumpy road to get here, but we got here. Four years. Yeah. And you did it. Once you found it, you were in it. Maybe five. Mm, I think this is your five. Well, I got high school. Who knows? We don't need to count that. You did it. That's what we're focusing on. But just so people out there, if you're listening, 
you know, if there's some bumpy path, don't worry. It all works out in the end. Yeah, as long as you find what you you really want to do and you work hard at it. Totally. Good. Yeah. Um, Are you ready for me to quickly turn this into sad? No. That's rude. It is. But I feel like it's important. While while we were, I was going to say our break, but just we recorded the last episode before I went to the cottage. Right. And while I was at the cottage, yes. Ray Liotta passed away. Yeah, it was really sad, you guys. It was not It was not a good week last week for emotions because we had some horrific news from the States, which we're not going to talk about because we will cry or I will cry. Uh, Ray Liotta died and the guy from Depeche Mode died. So that happened in a span of like 48, 72 hours, something like that. And it was too much. Like it's too much. Goodfellas, as everyone knows, one of my favorite movies. It was on my top 10. He is part of the reason. Like he is, he made that movie. Yeah, he made that movie as much as the movie made him. Yeah, like it was just I don't know. He and so young, and everybody says, "Oh, I want to go in my sleep and stuff like that." And but then it happens, and it's so sudden, and you're like, "That kind of sucks too." Yeah, he was what sixty seven, something like that. And he was film like it's not like he wasn't doing anything. He was filming a new movie, and everybody was talking about this career renaissance that he was about to go yeah. on. Yeah, and he found, like, this new love, and he was, like, he just seemed like he kind of, you know, again, ebbs and flows of life. He kind of was on the, the oh, look at my life coming together. Bam. No. Oh, my God. That was really dark. No. Just... No. That's the thing. Like, it's just, like, it's so unpredictable, and it's so sad. And I think I, I th- was really sad last week. I had a really hard time. Like, I had a really, I really struggled last week. I was, like, how do you... How do you like laugh and like, I, you know what I mean? Like, how do you just like carry on and when it's just sad in other news today, did you hear about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard? I did. And I, I watched the, I watched the fine, the, not the, the verdict, I guess. Yeah. So he ended up winning technically. Yeah. The 15 the, million. Yeah. Compared to the 2 million that Amber Heard won. Yeah. So I guess that just kind of pays her legal fees and stuff like that. Um, she did release a statement and there is like a tiny, tiny smidgen of me that does feel a little bit like she's like, I feel like this is a step back for women who come forward with abuse. But I feel like everything pointed that it was her. That I was... think I think she tried to spin it into that. But mm-hmm. I think the circumstances every I feel like not I shouldn't say everyone, because obviously when she's saying that we're listening and the proceedings happened as they did the jury made their decision so to me that's just that's the decision they made so i i leave that up to them they were a part of it and they were in the room because again we're only seeing snippets Snippets. we're only seeing the oh she gets owned and oh look she yeah she pledged the money instead of donated it yeah yeah so there's there's a lot of that and i think a lot of the coverage did sway towards johnny depp i think it's actually it is a good thing that it's both of them that were at fault at some point. Yeah. That's the thing. Like somebody's like, did anybody really win though in this? Like it was just, I mean, even when they made TikToks or they made things like it was meant to be funny. I didn't even find it funny. Like I was just like, Oh God. Like I think there's like a war in the world. (laughs) There's like Camille is the real winner. Camille. The, Oh, the everybody loves her. The lawyer. Yeah. I love, she was a badass. She was awesome. I know. She was pretty great, actually. She will, uh, she's probably made a good name for herself now, right? And I do hope this, this 
doesn't stop someone from coming forward. I know that's, right. that is what Amber said, that it, it could stop people. But yeah. I, I truly hope if someone out there is struggling, yeah. it doesn't matter if it's a celebrity or not, mm-hmm. if that's just something that's happened, I... I hope this doesn't discourage someone from coming forward because if we're listening to what the results verdict was, the victim did come forward. Right. And it was Johnny Depp. And it was Johnny Depp. Yeah. It is true, right? I mean, they have recordings and stuff. Like, there's only so much you can say. I Like, it's just, it's it's plain. It's like in black and white there. Like, it's just like, well, clearly she was the one hitting him. She was abusing him. And I was saying to dad tonight, I was saying like, we want, women want all this equality and stuff. Well, like you can't, like no one should be hitting anybody. Yeah. Like period. Ever. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Like that just assault is, is no. Doesn't matter. Girls, boys, comedian, you know? Yeah. Like it's a no. Like it's just it doesn't matter, right? There has to be better solutions. So anyways, yeah. Good. Let's whew, dove deep there. Yeah. I think one of the things that I don't want to say distract to ignore what's going on out in the world. Mm-hmm. I think it's important for people to stay informed, but you're also not listening to this to hear about our opinions or at least not on ju- just our pop opinions. Just our pop opinions. And I, I think to me the not the reason I don't think about it as much, but I see you see movies. I mean, maybe not my movie this week, but movies are a good distraction from what's going on in the world. Yes. Yeah. So today we're going to do our IMC. I watched Don't Look Up. You watched Kicking and Screaming. Yes. Which I realized after you had started it and you like had not made a con. You just mentioned something. And I realized that it probably wouldn't be as funny to you. Like to me, a big chunk of that movie like is funny for just one small reason right right uh and then we're gonna do your segment my segment guys i did it again i even named it it is called roll credits and it is if like what like the movie would have been over faster if the movie if the character had just done this is kind of that's the way it was in my head but then I was like that is such a long thing but so we we're calling it roll credits because Jack and I have this really funny thing where we um we it's like if they say the title of the movie we're both like okay movie's done and we pretend to get up and I don't know it's just like a funny thing we do and then you're then we start thinking like, well, what if, you know, if this character had just done this, like the movie would have been like two minutes. And so we we're like, let's brainstorm some of those. So we're going to talk about those. But I think the saying saying the title in the movie, I think, is another future segment we should do. Right. Because right. I think that's just again, that was in my movie. Mm-hmm. Like, well, the, <laughs> they pretty, say it a lot. Pretty. Yeah. But it wasn't until. Really no. Towards the yeah. End. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we got IMC and then roll credits. Let us rock, paper, scissors. Let's see if the break. I know, ruins right? The hot okay. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, rock paper, scissors, shoot. I won finally. So we both did scissors and then I did paper. You did rock. Uh, I'm going to go first. Okay. So my movie was Kicking and Screaming. It was from 2005 because there is another Kicking and Screaming movie, I realized. It was like in 1994 or something. But this is a 2005. Um, it's directed by Jesse Dillon. <clears throat> I would say this is like a family comedy. I think it's good for like a family with kids that are maybe eight and older. Um, so it is family man Phil Weston played by... Uh, Will Ferrell, a longtime victim of his father, played by Robert Duvall, 
uh, his competitive nature and he takes on these coaching duties of his kids soccer team and soon finds that along like he's he's taking on his his father's competitive way in a bad way so Will Farah, Robert Duvall like I said Mike Dicka Josh Hutcherson plays um, Robert Duvall's kid. So what happens is Robert Duvall remarries this young, young person and ends up having a baby at the same time as Will Smith. So they have kids the same age. Will Ferrell. Whoa. Not Will Smith. No, Will Smith, guys. Will Ferrell. And so they have kids the same age. And then Robert Duvall is um, the soccer coach of both the boys and he is sitting out Will Farrell's kid uh like he's a Brent bench warmer so and then he so that's his grandson so he then trades when I say trades I'm gonna put that in quotes because he doesn't get anybody for him he just gives away his grandson to this team that has one of the worst records or the worst record in the league and then when they show up there's no one to coach it so Will Farrell takes the coaching over mm-hmm. and at first he's good he's like we're just like it's gonna be fun whatever but then his dad kind of gets in his head and he just then he he starts getting like crazy like crazy again like like his dad or whatever because he wants to beat his dad so the the movie opens with all these mo- like a montage of his like when Will Ferrell was young of him trying all these sports and his dad just basically bullies him like like terrible like I'm like I don't know if this movie would be made this like I don't know everyone's so sensitive now but there are definitely some funny moments in that um so they get they are at a meat shop with Mike Mike Dicka this is where you want to jump in but I'll just say this last part and then you can jump in they go to this meat shop and then they realize oh is Mike Dicka not there Oh no no! I just okay. I didn't know if it was the Mike Dicka part that you that I. Oh okay heard. no, they're just like they find out that there's two little Italian boys that are actually really good at soccer. So they get them to like they live in the district. Everything is fine. So come work for us. But the uncle is very like the meat comes first. Like he's very like this butcher shop is like number one priority. Soccer's number two. These kids are really good. So the whole theme is just like pass it to the Italians. But the whole time they were saying it, I don't know why, but I couldn't get Inglorious Bastards out of my head when the they got Italian. Italian. <laughs> pass it to the Italian. That's what I kept thinking in my head. But so and then they realize, you know, he realizes the kids aren't having fun because he's made it like no one else is allowed to touch the ball. And I don't know. The parents are all crazy. And yeah. So that's that. Yeah, the the Mike Ditka part, it's not like a lot, but it's just, it is funny that this, like, Mike Ditka is like one of the most famous football coaches, coached on like legendary teams, the Chicago Bears, and then like he's coaching a soccer team. Right. It's like the whole joke of it. Right, yeah. Of, like going from such a different sport, and, and it's not like he doesn't care. He cares too. Oh, yeah, no, and him and Robert Duvall hate each other. They're neighbors, and they hate each other, and so they have this like rivalry too, and so, Yeah. I mean, it is exactly kind of what you expect, like the ending, everything. Like I was like, yeah, it's a, like, sport. it's, it's a sports it's a movie, comedy, comedy. And it's family. Like I can see I can see a family sitting down where, like I said, with like eight, nine, ten year olds and thinking it's a funny movie. So there's definitely funny parts. I was saying to you, though, because um, I had to watch it in pieces, just not because I didn't like it, but because other things happen in life. Um, and, uh, I was saying, I, I really feel like Will Ferrell has improved like the acting. Like you can tell this is one of his first kind of movies, isn't it? 
Um, I wouldn't. Okay. Maybe not his first. No, because he did. He actually, I read a trivia thing about him saying this was his, is still his all time favorite movie that he's made because it was when his pregnant, his wife was pregnant with their first son. So he's like, I just like, he just, I don't know. Yeah. It brings him back. Yeah. So he said, this is still his all time favorite movie that he's ever worked on. So I was like, that's really sweet. So yeah. It was good. It was cute, fun. Mm-hmm. Like, did you like the caffeine addiction part, or did you just find that silly? Uh, I found most of it a little silly. Um, but yeah, no, that was no that part. Yeah, no, when he was in the place and he's yeah with the coffee and stuff. Yeah, it was funny. It's not my type of humor. It was definitely more um, like slapstick, like falling, like those kind of caught, like hitting them in the cross. I don't know. Right. Like yeah, it's yeah. more like that kind of humor. What would you call it? Physical, I guess. Comedy. Yeah. yeah. But it still was cute enough. And you know what? After the week we had, it was kind of fun to have a movie that I was like, Oh my God, let's just turn the brain off and watch some kids play soccer. So, yeah. I, I don't I like I don't really remember the movie yeah I was just interested to see what you thought about it especially that I knew when I gave it to you it was on the sillier side yeah that's okay I don't mind though because that isn't a movie I would necessarily watch and I don't always want to watch movies that are in my wheelhouse I want to challenge myself or not even challenge my, yeah challenge myself and think outside the box and so I'm totally fine with whatever you give me I don't I think it's great but yeah I'm I've already picked the one for this week, and we're going to go back on the heavier side. Oh, all right. Fascinating. All right. All right. I guess let's let's do my movie. Yes. Uh, my movie is 2021's Don't Look Up. Netflix movie directed by Adam McKay. You know, I love me my Adam. You love your Adam. Uh, not as funny as no. most Adam McKay movies. Yeah. There's like the occasional joke, but it is pretty serious topic. Yeah. Uh, so it's about two astronomers played by Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence, which even I remember we talked about this movie before it came out when they announced the cast and it wasn't even the whole cast. At, no. at that point, it was just it was going to be Leo and Jennifer Lawrence. And it was just like, that's pretty incredible, especially those two specifically are pretty selective with their movies now. Yes, for sure. Like we don't like when's before this, when's the last time we saw either of them? Yeah, no. They're like a one movie a year kind of people, and they want to make it quality because that's the point they've gotten to in their career where they can just make the one they want. And even if it's one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so these two astronomers, they try to warn the entire world uh, of a planet-killing asteroid that is coming towards Earth, but no one else seems to care. Like, at all. No. No. No, Keggy, you go, because I, yeah, just when you get to the news one, that's, like, some good stuff happens there. Uh, the Like, pretty much, like, the opening scene is Jennifer Lawrence, like, going to work and, like, gets some breakfast and stuff. She's, like, looking at, like, space, and she's singing Wu-Tang Clan, mm-hmm. which I just, I don't know why. It's not a big part of the movie or anything, but it was just, I found that funny. Right. We discover this comet, have this, like, huge celebration. People are having drinks. Look at this. Like... Oh, let's let's do some math and figure out how big it is, like uh, what's its like trajectory towards Earth, and that's when we meet Leo, who is the like professor, head of it? yeah, and he 
discovers that this is a disaster. Doesn't, and they do a good job of, he's doing the math, and then Jennifer Lawrence goes like, oh, why does the number keep getting smaller? And he's kind of looking, and the last number he puts is like 0.00, or 0.0, whatever. And he erases and goes, yeah, you know what? I, I can't figure this out tonight. Let's just, let's go home and let's just like think about this in the morning. And he tells uh, Jennifer Lawrence to stay because she... I don't know. She seems like more of the senior, one of the senior And she's students. the one that discovered it and yeah. stuff, right? Um, so they are doing the math of this disaster, and we f- like find out we have like six months and 14 days before this like eight meter wide, or not eight meter, uh, like six or eight kilometer wide mm. asteroid mm. comet that kind of changed. I think they say comet is going to hit the Earth, which is like extinction level. Right. Um, this was the, there's like, I think this is the only really Adam McKay touch where I'm like, this is where I, this is the only thing I could really tell it was his movie where they talk about, they're calling the planetary defense coordination office. Right. And they just go, and then, cause they're talking to someone else on the phone is, and whoever's on the phone is like, oh, I'm going to patch this person through from this office. And they're like, is that even a real thing? And the movie freeze frames like stops and it's like the planet, the planetary defense coordination office is a real thing here's the logo right and right. it was like the one touch of comedy they had yeah not the one touch but no, that was yeah, just that was yeah. the mckay kind of he did that like the big short to me was his best example of that because he would have like marco robbie in a bathtub explaining this like stock market stuff selena gomez at a casino or yeah. something right yeah um so yeah this is an extinction level event it takes, I wanted this specifically, 11 minutes and 26 seconds. They're sitting outside of the Oval Office about to talk to the president. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Lawrence throws up and that's when the title comes. Right. Like the title card. Yeah. Um, they, The president's walking in. They have some Supreme Court issue, which are a Supreme Court nominee issue that they definitely touch on. They start celebrating someone's birthday and they're just sitting there waiting and waiting. And eventually you see Jonah Hill come out, who's the chief of staff. And he just says, you know, like, this is really a big issue. Like, we're going to have to deal with this tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And th- this whole movie is pretty much them. No one's listening to what, yeah, like, what is actually going to happen. The world is going to end. Yes. This is going to, this comet is going to hit the earth and we're all going to die. We're going to die. But no, um, so this so this nominee um was a nude model at some point and also uh, was already a controversial figure because he was a part of the shoot first ask questions later mentality right um so then they're sitting in the oval office with president meryl streep which you know obviously out of everything of how i mean i don't think this movie is that ridiculous but that was just something that really made sense. Right. It just like looked right. Madam and President. if you go back and watch in that scene that she at she's apparently ad libbing or whatever when she's pretend she's on the phone or something. I don't know. Anyways, if you go back, apparently she did that. T- she did that particular scene uh, like 20 times and each time had a totally different like wow. scenario in her head. And, and she would just commit to it and do it. And like, I guess that's the one they chose, whatever one they put in the movie, which I'm not sure, but because I, I watched them all, but it is honestly so impressive. Like she is, she's so top notch. 
anyways, carry on. Sorry. And no, 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 that's that's good. It's a yeah. conversation. Yeah. Uh, Leo's like panicking, explaining, and he's going through all this science. And that's what Jonah Hill's like. I'm so bored. <laughs> he is the best part of this movie. He is he the funniest is, part of this movie. He is the funniest part of the movie. Like, and it's Meryl Streep's son, so yeah. it's like total nepotism. Chief of staff. Chief Chief of staff is like, and he doesn't care, and he is like. Yeah, like exactly. You're being told the world's going to end. He's like, oh, I'm so bored. And they're talking about the percentages. And yeah. it's the exact number they have is 99.78. Right. And because they say 100 and then as the conversation goes, they go, well, the exact number is this. And Jonah Hill goes, well, it's not 100. So we're good. That's it. And then as a part of basically what turns into a negotiation, Meryl Streep just goes, let's just make it 70% and call it a day. <laughs> right. They're like, no, like that's not... That's not, not how, how this works. works. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't care. And then, yeah, the chief of staff that I think at first they, they don't admit that he's her son. Yeah. And no, then eventually no. just kind of they just kind of slips out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then also in the Oval Office is pictures of Meryl Streep. And they do a good job of using like younger pictures, too, of like the president with like hugging Bill Clinton with Mariah Carey like really just like random people like yeah. I, I think there was more but those were just the two that I remember of like yeah. her hugging Bill Clinton and with Mariah Carey yeah um we learn about uh bash life which is Mark Rylance which actually yeah, oh okay I didn't say who's in even in this I can go back so Leonardo DiCaprio Jennifer Lawrence Meryl Streep Jonah Hill Timothy Chalamet Kate Blanchett uh, Tyler Perry, Ron Perlman, Ariana Grande, Kid Cudi, Mark Rylance, who runs this company, which it's just, there's a lot wrong with yeah. what's going on there. Yes. Like at one point he's talking to Leo about like, I know more about you than your doctor does. <laughs> like, oh, you have this stuff going on. It's not like serious, but you should get it checked out. Yeah. Um, so then after leaving this, this, the meeting where basically the president blows them off and yeah. isn't going to do anything about this. They start their leak. They're going to do this article with the New York, New York Herald, and they're going to go basically on a media tour to yes. explain what's going on, which right. we get to. I can't even remember what the Bree and Jack or something or Jake. Oh, and yeah. Kate Blanchett and Tyler Perry. But did show. you know it was Kate Blanchett? Because I didn't even know it was her at first. No, it took me a while. Because she's got different teeth. Like, yeah. it doesn't look like her. But Mm-mm. then once you know it's her, you're like, okay, now I see it. But I was like, I wouldn't have known. It was kind of her voice. There was something. And then I remember looking it up and being like, oh, my God, that's Kate Blanchett. Like, yeah. So they have this show where it's all about being lighthearted, even through. Funny, positive. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're in the green room and. And I think uh, probably the biggest quote you hear is, do they know what we're here to talk about? Mm-hmm. Do they know how serious this is? And they're like, yeah, they love doing science, like experimentees, like segments. <laughs> yeah. And as they're sitting in there, that's when you see Ariana Grande. Yeah. Who plays not herself, but. But a pop star. Yeah. Yeah. So like just as close to herself and obviously a dramatized version where uh, the biggest news story it's it's uh, I think they start with the Supreme Court nominee and then they bring on Ariana Grande to talk about her breakup with DJ Cello, who eventually will get back to him. Yeah. Um, as they're sitting there, they're kind of like, she's like, oh, you discovered a comet. That's so cool. Right. <laughs> she's like, I'm doing something for like manatees, like right. a sanctuary. And then Leo goes like, oh, like I heard about your breakup. I'm so like, we're we're so sorry. Right. 
she's like why don't you mind your own why don't you mind your own business, business. you old fuck yeah and it's like so perfectly aggressive and he's just kind of like oh okay <laughs> and then she goes out on the show and starts talking about and again this like this world ending catastrophe is the third out of three stories right and is pushed to the end of the show in which they bring on dj cello played by kid cuddy and because she they're like oh what do you want to say to him like look into the camera and pretend he's right there and she's <laughs> like i want you back and he comes up on the screen he proposes to her <laughs> and he talks about the he's like yeah this girl she wasn't wearing any underwear in the club and she's like it's okay i hooked up with her too at some like award right. show right and we're like what's <laughs> happening and then she's like yeah I, that, I did that that night and then i ran off with some power forward with the nuggets and it's like yeah not a healthy relationship no but he proposes she says yes they're getting engaged again the biggest story uh when they go on the actual show they're just where po- again it is it's just positive yeah, it's they're like just, oh nothing's wrong it's okay cool you have a comment like that's fine and then they're like no but it's like really serious and they're just laughing and they're just trying to be like like just no no guys it's like not that bad it's okay and eventually jennifer lawrence snaps like and she freaks it's screams. really like, funny it is like if it was a more serious because it is a satirical movie yes if it was like a serious movie that would have been her oscar like moment for sure because leo does get one later where it kind of seems like not that i'm not gonna say mckay was leaning towards one character or the other but they kind of gave him the more serious yeah version of like a meltdown yeah yeah um so then once the once they're done like the show Kate Blanchett is just like in love with Leo Mm -hmm. and and then it becomes a big thing on the internet that he's an elf okay an astronaut I'd like to fuck (laughs) right and they don't care again no one cares about the world ending this catastrophe they turn again Leo is an astronomer I'd like to fuck and Jennifer Lawrence is this crazy crazy yeah she does have like I didn't realize it till someone said it that she kind of has a mullet Oh, like no, her, her hair is terrible. Like, it's, Got like, short bangs. short bangs that are kind of curled and, like, oh, yeah, mullet. Like, somehow she can always pull it off. She always looks great. But it is, it's, yeah, it's meant to be a little bit, like, yeah, her add to the crazy, right, with the hair. Yeah. They get, a, they get another meeting with Madam President. Yes. In which, at one point, she starts saying a quote, and she's like, I don't know if this is from Winston Churchill or Bobby Knight, which... <laughs> Again, Winston Churchill, leader in the UK, Bobby Knight, a uh, basketball coach. Right. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I don't know which one, but it's yeah. like, it was something about like leadership. <laughs> um, one of the in kind of like a montagey thing. There's uh, a magazine that kind of looks like Time, but it doesn't say Time, and it says the end is near. Will there be a Super Bowl? <laughs> right. That's, yes. That's what people care about. That is the important part. Uh, then we get to launch day, which. The U.S. government has put together funding, and we're going to send... There's a rock coming to Earth. (laughs) Like Armageddon. Where is Bruce Willis? I don't understand. That's true. See? This movie now makes sense. You know what they really should have done in this movie? Is pull Bruce Willis. Well, even if if, Jonah Hill was like, guys, we should get Bruce Willis to do this. Right? That would have been pretty funny. Or Ben Affleck, because those were the two kind of main guys. Like, if he had said that, that would have... I would have been like, that was fucking genius. Yeah. For sure. That's a great, be a great meta joke. Um, so then we, we're sending Ron Perlman in a spaceship with a bunch of other nukes to destroy it, destroy yes. this. See? Which we get Ron Perlman's character, who is just amazing, incredibly offensive, because he was 
he's kind of like a disgraced military yes. man, I think. Yes. And he was a big, it was again good that they did this. Like he was the leader of like getting kids up and active. And they do this like cutaway where he's having kids run at, like on like the White House lawn. He's like calling them pussies. And he's like, <laughs> you know what happened the last time I was with someone that was a pussy. You ever seen a man's torso? <laughs> it's like, what is happening? Yeah. And then they launch him up and he's like, talking to the world and he's like i want to shout out the gays um he i think he, he says indians and he's like both kinds and he's like why haven't you guys ever teamed up that would be awesome because he's like the elephant right. ones and the ones with bows and arrows <laughs> it's like oh my god this is terrible but everyone even no matter what comments he keeps saying everyone just keeps going well he's from a different generation right like that's repeated multiple times well it is because that is what we live with right yeah. whereas the older generation will not bend they're like we're still gonna i don't know be derogatory right yeah. they're just not willing to learn no, right it was just that the indians of like yeah both of you you guys should join together That'd right be awesome <laughs> um as it's launched uh they're, everyone's kind of like looking up at the sky that's watching and they're like i think it's i think it's turning around someone goes no i was in the navy that's it's just a normal it's a normal thing and then someone has binoculars and they're like no it's it's turning around mm-hmm. so it comes back there's this thing with bash life that they want to make more computers and phones and stuff and the minerals that are on the comet yes are very useful yeah so they can so like they can make stuff out of the stuff that's going to come on the asteroid and kill the earth they're going to mine it i'm like no guys no we need to connect some wires here <laughs> and he's taught like again leo become eventually becomes like a senior advisor to the white house because he's pretty much going along with everything that's being thrown at him he's just kind of like nodding along he's not really as serious i would say yeah about promoting the cause yeah like jennifer lawrence keeps getting like thrown into which again another great touch she keeps getting thrown in the back of fbi cars she's and like she you has, can just like ask me to come with you i will come with you like and she has a bag over or like a hood over her head yeah. and jonah hill eventually tells her like oh yeah the, uh, the fbi doesn't do that i made them do that <laughs> that's the cia that does that <laughs> Um, uh, a running. Oh, uh, she does eventually meet uh, Timothy Chalamet and his bros. Oh my god! She's like working at like a liquor Gro- store. Oh but, yeah, yeah. Something. They're they're getting liquor, but it's probably a grocery store. Yeah. And they're like, oh my god, we're such huge fans. And I was like, I was kind of okay with if that was like his only part in it. He does come into not yeah. necessarily into play, but he is in in it more. Yes, he is. Yeah. Uh, then this like running joke, which. Like, I didn't find funny, but they just kept bringing it up was early on in the movie. I think it was the the planetary defense whatever guy where they were sitting in the like outside the Oval Office and he brings them water and snacks. And he's like, oh, I need like uh, 10 bucks from everyone. Like they, they charge an arm right. and a leg for this. <laughs> and it turns out then later Jennifer Lawrence goes, she's like, oh, where do I have to pay for this? And the person's like, it's it's free. It's yeah. the White House. And she just gets so hung up she's on the so fact mad. that he made them pay yeah she's so mad about it and like brings it up like multiple times right right like a lot and eventually brings it up to like timothy chalamet's character too um then well also i feel like a thing i skipped over is like leo starts having an affair with kate blanchett yes which like in his mind like he never like acknowledges it doesn't feel guilty about it it's just kind of doing it yeah eventually gets caught and like his wife throws all his medications at him yeah and Kate Blanchett's like oh like I don't care like I don't feel bad or anything no 
No, no they're ter- there are some terrible people in this movie where you're just like, wow, that's yeah. Um eventually Leo comes back on the show when it's like days mm-hmm. before this is gonna before this comet's gonna hit and he has this freak out moment, which is definitely again the more serious and closer to the Oscar moment. Yeah. Where it's just like he's like frothing at the mouth and he's like, We're all gonna die, we're all gonna fucking die, like mm-hmm. screaming. Right. And they just they just it, won't listen. No, and it kind of don't look up. Yeah, and it turns into this great conspiracy where there was like a poll because Jennifer Lawrence has an ex-boyfriend who is a writer and then like writes an article about like, oh, yeah, I slept with her and like kind of broke up with her through an article. Yeah. And so it turns into this conspiracy of like, don't look up. Yeah. Which, again, the whole movie. But like the president of the United States is saying, well, don't look up because and it, it's not even like they have a reason. It's just, yeah, don't look up. Everything's right. fine. Yeah. It is funny because y- you can just really put it into life where it's like. If you just ignore it, maybe it'll go away, which is very much what we're living with. It's like some of these politicians out there are like, no, climate change isn't real. So I think that's the like the linear between the two of like, well, just don't look up. It's fine. And then somebody does. And they're like, oh, shit. they were lying to us. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it turns into this whole like social media campaign of like either look up or don't look up, which, yeah. again, they keep saying it. And I'm like, I'm trying to leave here. You keep saying the title <laughs> right. of the movie. OK, roll credits. Uh, they they just drop the perfect Chris Evans cameo, which there's a movie coming out called Total Devastation. Mm-hmm. And it's Chris Evans who's talking about the movie. And he's like, you know, there's a lot of division in the world and we just need to come together. Mm-hmm. And he's like wearing this like terror. Like, I feel like they almost made it the fake, like the prosthetics, like his hair and his like facial hair, just like bad on purpose. Right. It, like it once he starts talking, like Chris Evans is one of those voices I click on pretty quickly. Yeah. That it's him. And he's talking about this and he's like, yeah, it's coming out the day that the comet hits mm-hmm. and it's called total devastation. It's just, it's a great touch. Um, what, during one of these don't look up rallies, Jonah Hill drops the, the Trumpiest line of isn't isn't look at look at uh, the president. Isn't she like a 10 out of 10 smoke show? You know, right. if she wasn't my mother <laughs> and it's like, oh, no, <laughs> no, don't don't say that. That's right. Kind of where you kind of can't talk about the rest of the movie. You can't. And I was going to say, don't say the ending. Cause I'm going to say, I personally did not like the movie when I was watching it, but the last 20 minutes make it all worthwhile. And you, it's a really, it's a really great ending. It's one of the best endings I think I've seen in a movie like, or in a long time where I was like, okay, I'm really satisfied with how that all shook out. And yeah, and there's yeah, I don't know. That is all you can really say because you want people to watch it and really there is even more. I mean, that's just your touch. You can't say everything that happened in the movie. You're just touching on the kind of main parts, but there's a lot more. Like it's a pretty layered movie. It's Adam McKay. It's layered. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, no, you did a good job, but that was yeah, you can't say the ending. People have to watch it. Yeah, but just I mean, the I guess the vague thing I can say is that some people start accepting that it could be the end of the world. Yeah. There's a lot of different reactions. I'm going to say not a group of people have a reaction that I probably wouldn't have if it was the end of the world. Right. I yeah. do like some of some of the choices that people make. Yeah, totally. Because it is fascinating of what would you do if it was your last, you know, 
If it was your last night on Earth, I oh, don't no. know. See, I know it's supposed to be a funny movie, but for a solid like five minutes when they were kind of going through it, I was like a little like existentially. Uh, totally. And, like, yes. I'm like, this is supposed to be funny, but like I just for a few minutes just like didn't feel good and I got kind of stressed. And I was right. thinking about like, what if it was the end of the world? Totally. What would I be doing? And then like five minutes later, then they kind of do the ending and it gets silly again. It gets, yeah. And then it's and you're like, OK, I'm going to watch some sports. Right. That's what I did. <laughs> Did you like the movie though Loved overall? Great. Yeah. Great. And you know I love Adam McKay and it's pretty yeah. hard for me to not like what he does. Totally. I liked the difference of this movie compared cuz to me when I think of like The Big Short and Vice uh, Vice th- I find them pretty similar. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. More, more similar? Yes, for sure. This one's a little bit different. Yeah, and I like that. I don't know I would have to one day do some Adam McKay rankings. Yeah, that'd be great for sure. Which does actually, he have enough? Like, how many movies does he have? Probably doesn't. Maybe five. Oh, okay. If that. Yeah. Um, I did want to bring up before we get into our roll credits that um, I have this like social media for movies. Like you can do like rankings and stuff. I don't know if I ever told you about this it's called Letterboxd. Okay. And you can kind of just like. I don't have anything on it, but you can like make a watch list. You can like mm. make lists like rankings like people do. And I've found even if it's not for like I, I if I when I do stuff, it's not going to be for like people to see. But it's even just for me to like whatever ideas I have, I kind of want to like put it into that. Right. And just have a place where it's all there. Mm-hmm. Right. I like that. You have to sh- tell me again what it is. Yeah, I'll, tell you, I'll show you after. OK, perfect. Uh, so let's get into these roll credits. Roll credits. So again, this is movies that like you're watching and you're like, but if they just did this, but then there would be no movie. Yeah. I think my best example of this is The Ring. Okay. So, I don't remember that So movie. The Ring is you watch this video and seven days later you die. Right. So just don't watch it. Don't watch it. Yeah. They're like, do you want to watch this movie, but you'll die seven days later? And you're like, no, thank you. Roll credits. Yep. We're good. Okay, that's it. Um, okay, I'm going to start with Mamma Mia. Get a paternity test. Get a DNA. I don't know what the problem is. Why are we singing and dancing ABBA all around? I mean, super fun. I get it. But like, really? Why are we making a whole movie? And we could just find out who the father is. Yeah. Roll, roll credits. Yeah, that's a lot lot easier than it seems. Um, another one I thought of is Reservoir Dogs. Oh, of just yeah. like if they're sitting there having this conversation after they talk about tipping, if they just go, you know what, guys, this might kind of be dangerous. <laughs> right. Like this could end up bad. Right. That's it. Roll some credits. Roll some credits. Uh, Twilight. This is a classic one. When he says, I'm dangerous, Bella, you should stay away. She could just be like, OK, bye. Good, good advice. Thank you. Bye bye. Right. Roll yeah. some credits. No, we got five movies out of that. Yeah. Wait. Four or five. I don't know. They also could have done like the part one, part two thing. I think the they did with the last book. Uh, yeah. uh, I'm going to go with Cars. Right. So like the beginning of the movie, Lightning McQueen is, which is funny when people have, like I always think of like in cars, do they have like car insurance or life insurance? Because it's kind of the oh, same thing. Yeah. If Lightning McQueen changed his tires like the team suggested him to, the whole movie wouldn't have happened. Right. He wouldn't have ended up in the small quirky town and met Larry the Cable Guy. Tater. Tater? Hater? Tater? What was that? Mater. Mater. Toe, because Toe Mater. Toe Mater. Yeah. 
Uh, and then uh, he's the guy that has he. No, he doesn't do that. I was gonna say, here's your sign. That's the other guy, Jeff Foxworthy. Isn't um, isn't Larry the Cable Guy? Doesn't he have like a? He does. Line? He does. He's a thing for sure. Well, a couple Larry um, the Cable Guys thing. Home Alone guys. Yep. Where's Kevin? Just where's Kevin? Before you even get to the airport, you get in the car. <laughs> just do a head count because there's a lot of kids. <laughs> just a head count. Where's Kevin? Oh. All right, roll credits. We for, we forgot him. Let's go get him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Get a whole movie out of it. Cable guy catchphrase. Okay, have you ever heard of Weekend at Bernie's? Yeah, it's the one where the guy's dead, dead. but they just like parade him around like he's alive. Yeah, like nine one one. Just call nine one one. I don't know. Please. Oh, get her done. That's Larry. Get the her done. Yeah, no. Weekend at Bernie's was one that I saw. I'm like, yeah. Why did you like? Just because he wanted to have a fun weekend, yeah. she just paraded a dead guy around. Totally, probably would have smelled like. Yeah, I don't know. It's a little bit morbid, but somehow we just all laughed at the movie. I don't know. Uh, I feel like we're ignoring a pretty big one. Okay, The Matrix. The Matrix. Take the blue pill. Just take the blue pill. Live your life, and we're done. That's it. No adventures. No. No, like, what four? sequels yeah i think they, there's even another one coming right they just uh, they oh. just did one oh, okay like we we had a gender t- change in the directors during this during this franchise right. if you just took the blue pill that would be a great movie like a great like short film to make of like oh just take the blue one thank you i'm, I'm okay <laughs> i'm okay i'm good i'm just gonna i'll just live my life it's fine i also have any horror movie where they say let's split up yeah yep. like no it's like, no, because now you're all going to die. I think of so, the one with uh, Chris Hemsworth. That's the one that came to my mind. Where Red Dawn? No. Oh. Um, or maybe not. Maybe The Cabin in the Woods. There's one oh, where it's okay. like, they're like, it's a horror movie, but they're like being watched almost like the Truman Show. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, the one I wrote was Friday the 13th because they literally had like this this like camp where people got murdered or like the lake where like right, everyone died yes. it's like blood lake or something it's like yeah let's go I, there i think that's where the guy i don't know a lot about horror movies but i'm pretty sure that's where michael my it's michael myers uh, right oh no freddy krueger uh, no no um Voorhees, oh. jason Voorhees. Oh, okay i think that's where he died he died in that lake technically but then he's not dead so yeah. and yeah so like why are you going there i don't understand why do you want to be in a cabin where everybody dies in a no? Uh, Amityville Horror. This is one I did watch, and it is the house was like get out, and they stayed. So it's like when the house is talking to you and saying get out, I would be like bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Yeah, I was thinking like Paranormal Activity or like Insidious, Sinister, any of those ones where there's like the slightest like oh this is a little concerning. All right, I guess it's fine. Yeah, any it's normal okay. person would be like, "Yeah, no, um, I don't trust this." Good, I'm gonna get out of here. Thank you. Although paranormal activity, maybe could guess a ghost could follow you. Yeah, is it? Tr- I don't think that was a true one. Oh uh, well, I don't know. Right. I never, I never saw. I it. don't me either. No. Um, said we've kind of said a lot of the uh, Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. Don't don't swim at the boat. Don't swim. Don't swim. Don't swim to the drop, Nemo. Okay. Done. Roll credits. Yep. No movie. No. Still have a dead mom, though. Yeah. And all brothers and sisters. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. It's kind of the same as Twilight when he when they meet each other and he's like, um, whatever, I want you to be my 
person and she could have been like, you are an abusive stalker with serious trauma, get help and walks out the door. That's it. Roll credits. Like, I'm not going to play this game with you. Um, If Ferris Bueller had normal parents, (laughs) had any attentive parent whatsoever, (laughs) or like, I wouldn't even say like, like even in like the cab scene, if the dad just like looked over and like, oh, that's my son that said he was sick. Yeah. Or like at the baseball game, which is the charm of that movie. I don't want to like break it down and say that it's bad, but it is a lot of like, oh, look, he's in this very public place. (laughs) How does no one see him? Oh, look, he just caught a foul ball. Oh, look, he's in a parade singing. (laughs) But nobody, nobody but Principal Rooney sees him. Yeah. I know. Poor guy. Uh, School of Rock. Maybe I just ID the teacher because we just let Jack Black in there with no credentials. We just hear so no qualifications or credentials. They're just like, come on in and teach our children. Yeah. Be around children. Yeah. I feel like a lot of like Harry Potter, there was like almost every movie has something. Has something that it's just like the biggest one is my girlfriend get mad at me. I think it's Prisoner of Azkaban, the one with Gary Oldman who's serious black. And there's this other like Gary Oldman's character gets blamed for like Harry's parents dying or like giving giving them up, but it really wasn't. It was someone else who like is in Hogwarts at the moment as an animal, and he could have just been like, "Hey, what's up? I'm Sirius Black. I'm your godfather." Uh, it wasn't me that gave up your parents. It was actually this guy who is currently a rat at Hogwarts. Right. Would have been like, "Oh, okay. We should probably like team up and try to or <laughs> right. like." If Voldemort tried to do anything that wasn't just like, oh, I hope this works. Right. Like people, I know online people said like if he had like a gun, which a little dramatic for yeah. Harry Potter, but it's, like, yeah, I guess also, yeah, you couldn't touch him, but like you could have probably tried a little harder to try to kill this kid. Yeah. If, if that was the only thing stopping you. Right. That's good. Uh, Batman. And when he says, dad, can we go, please? The dad could have been like, we paid good money. So sit down and watch it. Then he doesn't become Batman. No, but that's the whole point, right? It's like these things happen, and yeah. uh, Star Wars. I'm gonna say just specifically Attack of the Clones, when uh, Anakin is assigned to Padme as like the protector, right. even though he's just they're madly or he's madly in love with her. There's, so like, there's some tension there. There is a lot of sexual tension for like teenagers, pretty much. Yeah. And, if you just were like, you know what, let's get someone that's... Because then, like, she is, like, going to get killed, poisoned, whatever. And, like, they... Anakin and Obi-Wan aren't even, like, there. Because, I mean, they, she goes to bed. So, like, you don't want to watch her sleep. But, like, they go, like, far away. And it's right. like, you guys could have just, like, stayed close by in case something happened. <laughs> right, yeah. But, no, let's just... No, let's let's just... let this terrible assassin try multiple times. Right. That's so true. Uh, no country for old men. Maybe don't take the duffel bag full of money. Just don't take it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, that is what sets the whole movie in motion. Because now, obviously, they want their money back. So, yeah. Don't don't take the money. And roll credits. <laughs> and I think that's all that I have. Because we kind of had... Touched on all of them? Yeah. I have one more. Have you ever seen the movie The Visit? I saw it when I was looking this okay. up that it was that it's i remember it's an m night movie it is so it's a hard one because i don't want to ruin it for people but just let's say if the mom drove the kids to the grandparents house the whole movie wouldn't have happened because yeah she would have been like huh 
that's not right. <laughs> right. So, yeah, the whole movie wouldn't have happened. So, yeah, I know. Just funny, right? My favorite one is Twilight, though. I don't know why. It just makes me laugh. I'm dangerous, Bella. You should stay away. Okay. It reminds me of like Pete Davidson did um, on SNL. He'd be like, okay. Like he oh, just did uh, that. Like the pool right. boy character. Like mm-hmm. they would say, he'd okay. be like, oh, I'm breaking up with you. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, it just kind of reminded me of that. Every time I heard it, I was like, okay. I can't decide if my favorite is The Ring or The Matrix. Right. It's probably just The Matrix the, just because. Take the blue pill. Yeah, just just the normal life you could live. Yeah, for sure. Um. So let's get into oh, yeah. our Movies. IMC for next week. Okay. I have a few. What kind of like, what are you in the mood for though? Um... I could go for something, something uh, maybe not like super serious, but not like a comedy. I'll say that. Like I have a romantic comedy and then I have, oh, what about Whiplash? I could do Whiplash. Yeah, Whiplash is really good. We are, by the way. Okay, you do yours and then we'll talk about the other thing. Okay. Um, Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, I think it's also, it's like Chad, the pool boy. It is. Yeah, Chad. Uh, so yours, so yes. this is going to be uh, one of the ones I had Tyler get for us. It's going to oh, be okay. Do the Right Thing. Do the Right Thing. I like so it. That is not on any streaming service. That will be exclusively to you and that flash drive. Oh, I love it. Well, um, not exclusively. Other people have seen the movie. This is a movie I watched at school at Brock. And it was just, again, it's a very... Uh, even though it's, I think it's 1985, 86, something like that. Yeah. And it is very relevant today. Okay. I'm excited. It's Spike Lee, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. And like probably one of his first. Okay. Oh, I like that even better. Because then you get to see like the evolvement. Evolvement? Anyways, Jack and I are going to try to see Top Gun Maverick. Yes. So I rewatched Top Gun from... 1986 or whatever it is mm-hmm. i was watching that the other night when you came up and you hadn't seen that movie so i was like i should have challenged you to watch that i mean i could just i probably just like want to watch it before i see the new okay so let me let me break this down for you guys i have not seen this movie if i had to put a time frame on it it has to be over 20 years that i haven't watched this movie and i still knew all the like almost all the whole script like it was embarrassing dad was standing there and I was just like reciting it and I was like that's how many times I watched it when I was like I guess I was probably 13 when it came out it was a really big deal the boys are cute it's a it's a good movie whatever at the time anyways it is it still was good it's just yeah I don't know is some of it feel dated um not that i can think of no i guess the also music, doesn't, music is bangers like i don't know it's i guess still, also probably doesn't deal with like technology like it's just like planes yeah like you're yeah it's you're just like plain. drinking on drinking at bars and playing half naked volleyball yes good scene um yeah falling in love with your instructor i don't know yeah like it just it's just still a good movie it doesn't it didn't look as nice though like i found that whatever one i watched was like fuzzy a little bit I guess we're so used to like HD 4K, whatever that when I watched, I was like, wow, they have not remastered this because it anyways, that's neither here nor there. But so uh, I think we're going to go and try and see the new Top Gun. Yes. Maverick. Get to see see. Miles Teller. Miles Teller. Who's become like 
I wouldn't. I guess he's probably the second, second biggest current heartthrob. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Austin Butler is Elvis. That's oh probably... yeah, he's pretty cute for sure. Well, I just mean specifically in their roles. In their roles, yeah. It's good casting though, because it's supposed to be Goose's son. And I actually, when you were when you came up and I was watching it, you kind of peeked your head in and you were like, "Oh, that is good, pretty good casting, right?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see it. You know what? It's a popcorn movie and I fully aware it's a popcorn movie and I'm pretty down. So yeah. Anyways. All right. Casey got anything else? I got nothing else. All right. Then besides that, we will see you next time. Bye.